Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the House of Animation. I am your host, Ben Gilman. Please do come on in, take your shoes off, and join us on our journey through all of animation as we discuss every film ever made. I'm Ben Gilman, your host. I've repeated myself there. And as always, I'm joined by Tara Kaloe, the Wicked Witch. Hello. And I'm joined by Troy Salmon, the Handsome Prince. What are you just doing? Yes, I'm here. <laughs> I mean, your food on display when I was introducing you, and you threw me off. That's what I was trying to do without saying it, but now we <laughs> go into that. Wait, well, the camera you? came down. Yeah, it came down. <laughs> But anyways, yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't go in there, okay? This is, that's the intro, that's the intro, that's the intro. That's why I said Tara Chloe is a witch. I couldn't quite get it out. I was like, up, up, up. You like, yeah, oh, no, the, um, a massive destruction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You became your own, your own, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. what are you doing? Tara is the most self-destructive person I've ever met in a podcast. Like my pose is like... <laughs> Oh my god, I thought we never. Would you rather I didn't mention it? You just got to be careful as a girl. Like, I know that's what I was saying because I was gonna say, I, was, I didn't say anything. I was like, I was like, okay, people, right, let's talk about Caroline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get off Caroline. Yes, let's not be okay. sick. Right, Caroline, it's a 2009 American stop uh, motion animated dark fantasy horror film written and directed by Harry Salek. And based on Neil Gaiman's novel of the same name. Yeah. Um, it is. Oh, God. I've not seen it. When Caroline moves to an old house, that's the name of the character, she feels bored and neglected by her parents. She finds a hidden door with a bricked up passage. During the night, she crosses the passage and finds a parallel world where everybody has buttons instead of eyes. Seeing the trailer, that seems really uh, yeah, creepy. With caring parents and all her dreams coming true, when the other mother invites Caroline to stay in her world forever, the girl refuses and finds that the alternative reality where she's trapped is only a trick to lure her. Yeah. Okay, right. So uh, basically it actually starts when um, Caroline Jones and her parents, they actually move to a new house and... Uh, and no one has actually occupied this house before, and it's in some weird kind of deserted land. So she actually discovers a uh, small door somewhere in the living room, which actually leads to another wall. Yeah, so it's actually bricked up and can only be unlocked with a key. Yeah, it has some kind of shape. So uh, during the night, Coraline is actually woken up by a mouse that guides her through the door. And um, on the other side of the door, when she crawls through, when she crawls through, it's actually an alternate universe. And she kind of sees that, um, you know, her parents are there. So basically they're doppelgangers, but they have like, you know, buttons sewn into their eyes. And they're actually everything that she envisioned her parents to be like, they're more caring, attentive, and they cook whatever she wants to eat. Basically it's like, you know, an upgrade or a better version of her current parents. Mm -hmm. So, um, so she has dinner with them and she goes to bed and wakes back in the real world. So uh, YB the black cat actually tells Caroline about his grandmother's twin sister that disappeared in a house as in the house as a child. So okay, right. So a uh, Caroline visits you know the alternate universe for the second or third time. This time the black cat YB uh follows her and the mouse. So um okay the cat can actually speak in the other world, and uh the other mother. <clears throat> The mother in the other world is actually known as the Baldam, 
if I'm not wrong, the Belle yeah, Dam. Yeah, it's actually a witch, right? And she makes an offer to Coraline, like, if you wish to stay permanently in this perfect world, you need to have buttons sewn over your eyes. And there she presents the bloody buttons and the needle on the tray. I'm thinking, what the fuck is this? Seriously. <laughs> for children's book. And no one in right mind would ever do that. She was like, so, I ain't doing that. You must be crazy. Exactly, right, yeah. And um, Coraline actually rejects the offer and goes to bed. And But she's still in the other world when she wakes up. So Coraline demands to return home, but the Belden actually transforms into a monster, a more menacing version, and tries mm. to and imprison Coraline. And apparently, uh, she has actually imprisoned a lot of children in her world and sewn buttons to their eyes. That's so, <laughs> Exactly, yeah. So Coraline actually returns to the real world to find that her parents are missing and eventually realize that they're being kidnapped by the Belden. So um, she goes back to the other world with the Black Cat to... Fine, and she actually proposes again to the Beldam one. You know, she can find the ghost children's soul and parents. Everyone will go free, and um, if she fails, she will accept the Beldam's offer to stay with Buttonize in the other world. So, uh, she actually goes through an entire journey and fights off the Beldam. And of course, um, you know, um, the Beldam doesn't want to let her go back to the real world. So, Coraline's parents appear in the real world without any memory of what happened. And after she succeeds, you know, releasing everyone, yeah, that is. So that night, the ghost children appear in Coraline's dream to thank her for freeing them, uh, but warn her that the Bellam is actually still alive and will never stop looking for the key. So Caroline, Coraline decides to drop it down an old well near her home. But before she actually does that, the Bellam's severe hand attacks her, but the Black Cat YB arrives and you know, destroys the Bellam's severe hand with a rock. So they then throw the key into the well and seal it shut. So, and then life returns back to normal with, you know, all that gone. Yeah, so that's basically the story. It's like a dark fantasy. I would like to apologise. It's not a Tim Burton movie. It's not yeah, a Tim it's, it's not Tim Burton. It's based, it's based off his kind of works. It's kind of look yeah, and feel, yeah, yeah. but that's about but it. It's Neil Gaiman. Now, Neil Gaiman is someone that I'm a bit up and down with because I don't think he's that good. He's oh, no, but in terms of, like, the actual filming style, that's, that's Tim Burton right there. Yeah. yeah. So, but you know, Neil Gaiman wrote one of the best Doctor Who episodes of all time. <laughs> yeah, I actually love this movie. You know, when I watched it, I was pretty hooked to it. But... And Troy's reading his full book, Tara. Careful. Yeah, quick, quick, and quick, um, quick. basically, she's on. She's on. She's going to get told off if she does that again. No, I'm joking. Um, basically, um, I, I I have seen the trailer, and I think I've seen some of this movie. Yeah, at some point, it does look quite disturbing, especially when the mother looks at the camera. It's got buttons for eyes, it's a bit unnerving. Buttons for eyes, just do this and then you can join. Oh, do they talk like that as well? Enjoy us, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like nightmare fuel. (laughs) (laughs) If you watch it in the night time, I remember watching it when I was younger, it was in the late in the night, I think everyone was sleeping, and I was watching, I was like, literally, I was up for some reason, I was even up. Uh, I didn't have school school the next day or something it was. Watched it and I was like, oh my days. It's freaked it's freak me out. <laughs> it's just freaking me out, man. Like, yeah, I get to sell in the eyes. Turned around, like, the, the build-up, the suspense of them turned around with the, the buttons on their eyes and that. I was like, oh, snap, it's savage. That was great, man. The way the, the, the flipping CG of this movie, bro, the stop motion, is tight. It reminds me of such an old-school feel of it as well, but also modern. It's like a mixture. How they did it. Um, and like almost like pop up houses, almost the way it looks, the way they've created the, the 3D and the CG, which is on which is awesome. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's creepy as heck, bro. The button is the arm in the title. <laughs> the button eyes, bro. Great concept, man. Neil Gaiman is great concept, bro. But the way he's executing this movie was iconic, bro. Great movie. It's been <laughs> solid movie. I like ah, Prius to Resistance, you know? The Fred, the Fresh, the, um, the, the, what do you call it? The Chef's Kiss. That's what you call it, man. The Fred, the Chef's Kiss is the perfect. Like, this is a great movie for me. Especially the horror fan. This is a great dark fantasy. I love I love fantasy. I love flipping dark themes. I love all that stuff, man. So that put together only one movie with flipping great stop motion CG is lit. So I'm gonna say that man, too good, too good. And then the cast is amazing as well. You know he's in this movie. Terra Factor in here. Nicole Fanning, especially younger days when she was a bit younger. She's she's such a good actor as well, especially the younger days. She was like the top um young actor at the time. Never in um, bad things. Never in bad things. Yeah, yeah. She's never she's never been She was in Golden Compass, wasn't she? Um I'm not being rude. Uh his mark dark materials just gives it the finger that, that, that <laughs> she's good. But she's not, she's not what's been done since, my God. But she's a good yeah. actress when she's appeared. I've enjoyed her stuff. Yeah, she's very underrated as well, I feel, because like, she was like the prodigy coming up. And then now she's just kind of still on. She's not very low-key nowadays. But she should be much bigger than what she is, to be fair. Mm-hmm. In terms, of, in terms yeah. of the acting world. But yeah, great, great yeah. actor, Coraline. She yeah. played him to perfection. Uh, Terry Fatchiel, uh, Jennifer Saunders, Keith David. The cat. <laughs> so yeah, if you go also cast Ian McShane up in here as well. <laughs> He's like the eccentric guy who lives up here, lives literally above the house, and that it's, it's crazy. He's crazy. <laughs> you can pop top the bottom. Show us this movie is lit. It's too good. It's too it good. doesn't seem like it's actually aimed at kids. It seems like a more intelligent movie. Yeah, CGI bollocks. Yeah. It's very British as well. You know what it does. Yeah, it's not it's not a CBC like an American, the usual Americans on um, Hollywood um, movies that you usually see. You have to be it's like very rare. Yeah, exactly. Even the way it's, it's filmed, it looks like ah, those those pop art type literature sign, those kind of European English, you know, type of themes. Okay. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's some Gromit stop motion type thing, and with mixed in with. Uh, some other um, animation that's in there as well. It's, just, it's, it's a weird kind of... There was like a show that I used to watch years ago when I was really young. I, I can't remember what it was called. Um, they used to show... This, yeah, they used to show... Oh, you, you okay, Tara? You all right? Oh, I'm just fine. Yeah. Yeah, you good? <clears throat> yeah. So then um, afterwards, yeah, it was like a pop-up, like literally popping up art, artistry and going with the silhouettes and there used to be like little kind of things dancing around they used to tell stories. And I was like, this show is it. But then it's this kind of reminds me of that, like an old school type of way. Always reminds me of that, so I love stuff like that. Especially with horror themes. Let's go. <laughs> Coraline yeah. too good. good the uh, of it. <laughs> Weird, bit quirky. Yeah. You know, I would say Wallace and Gromit has got that quirky <laughs> English side. Yeah. We do that really well. We're not, it's not always friendly. It's a bit dark. Yeah. This is a movie I've always actually wanted to watch, actually, to be fair. Exactly. I think I watched it drunk once, but I can't remember that. Oh, I had Asian fish after watching it. Rubbery Asian fish, I remember. I have no concept of what she's talking about. Exactly on what the heck she's talking about. Oh, okay, so it's not just me. Yeah, it's a movie. Thing. I'm like, 
Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the day I watched Coraline, like the dinner I had after that was fish, Asian fish, Asian style fish, and I don't know why it was so rubbery. What? So bring this podcast off the rails. Tari is so different. This is why we love Tari. We can just bring it into another another world, like just like Coraline, we just another another realm of existence, another mirror world. But actually, I really like. <laughs> concept and the show of Coraline. Yeah. yeah. I think it's like another version of like, you know, Ice in Wonderland, it's that kind of thing as well, where you see the secret yeah, or yeah. a secret pathway, you know, the, the, the tropes that you can kind of find. Yeah, this is a secret door goes down here. There's a, uh, another the portal, another world. Yeah, the Beldems, the other father, they call, they call them other father, other mother. That's what you call them, and they take souls of some children um, and they'll be lost forever you know like a almost the in-between world where where she trapped their real parents in but that's all which was i love that it's like a horror movie i need to go watch this it's a horror movie bro it's like oculus it's like similar to that like the mirror world stuff like that or or, or, or that kill keeper southern movie mirror stuff like that so that kind of concepts you know <laughs> yeah, and I love it. How is Caroline as a character? Because she doesn't sound annoying to me. Yeah, I like, like her. Yeah, I like her actually. Yeah, she's not annoying. She's not, not yeah, she's annoying. Not annoying. annoying. I like annoying the kids. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. So why did she leave her parents in the first place? She, I think she was quite frustrated and unhappy with her parents. Maybe you know, with the moving and everything. And I think most kids, you know, in uh, America or something. When I'm watching these American movies, they seem very hesitant to move because of their social life and you know everything yeah. was uprooted. Yeah. Yeah, she was bored wherever she was. I think she moved to like somewhere in London, like a, a safer place where it's not as like crime filled. So then she was like, she was kind of bored. She had no uh, anyone really to play with. She was kind of just there, just like bored out of her skull. And then she's kind of like, oh, I, I'm nothing. I'm doing anything here. Trying to get the dad to do something. The dad's always working. He was still, he was typing or doing something. Or the mum's always like, because both of them kind of work in the house. Like they work from like from home. That's not good. Yeah. So, so they kind of taught me that <laughs> you working from home is not good. So, so that's that kind of thing. So it's like, oh, this movie's gonna make me freak out because of lockdown, isn't it? If I ever go to work, that's just that kind of thing where. He, they kind of like work. They, we don't have to go into their office and that. So, kind of do stuff offline. Have that a bit, yeah, a little bit. Because my job involves me to go out a lot. I had that a little bit at the start of the pandemic, and after a while, you just like, mm. <laughs> yeah. I need to go out. Yeah, and the thing is, just kind of bored of that. The dad makes all these these weird dinners, experimental dinners, with um different vegetables and that. It's kind of like a vegan almost <laughs> the way he does his food. Mm, um, right. Yeah, yeah. She just can't stand that. And after this whole time, she goes to find this other world. It's almost like a, um, a place where she wants something to be more perfect. She wants to eat what she wants to eat. Yeah. She wants to do what the heck she wants to do. And her parents are kind of like dull in her eyes. You know what I mean? It's the kind of the stereotype for like, go nine to five. You know what I'm saying? Parents and she's she doesn't like that. So spirited away to parents, basically. I always yeah. have a thing about animated movies. The parents are either assholes or dead. They're around the dicks. If you've got a complete set of parents, they're dicks or <laughs> they're dead, or one of them's dead and the other one's really nice. Yeah, yeah. It's never complete Sorry. parents that are cool. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they're just the run in the mill parents. So you know what I'm saying? Like everyone, most, most of them have the normal dad, you know, dad and mum go to work and you know, come home. They don't they rarely have any time for anything else, you know what I'm saying? Because they're always busy. So it's that kind of thing. And um 
and the thing is, and this kind of movie just kind of shows you where you you have to appreciate what you have. That's basically what this movie is about, appreciating what you have. But sometimes they want they want more, but at the same time, she's like, okay, you know, yeah, my, my parents, they, they do what they have to do, you know, they, they play with me when they have to do it when they have the time to. You know, because not everything is about about you, you know what I'm saying? That's what the movie's about. Not everything's about you. Um, just like when she, that, yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. So she kind of does that at the end of this movie. Yeah, well, she's like, hey, she's got to go save her parents because her parents are trapped by the, her other parents from another dimension. You know what I'm saying? Her, her, her demonic parents, you know what I'm saying? From another realm, we try to take over and become her real parents and take their soul. So she's trying to get the most um, lavish um, life and the more like sight in life at the same time. It's like, nah, it's not it, bro. It's, it's not it, no. <laughs> Yeah, she was she was meant she was meant to have it. You know what I'm saying? She's got to basically be happy, be content with what she has. You know what I'm saying? And just make the most of it. So, which I like. So I like that kind of like, um, yeah, idea in the movie, which I like. You know what I'm saying? It's really different. It's really different. So, like Tara, what would you like to add about Caroline? Um, <clears throat> for me personally, I just like the fact that it's a, you know, a dark fantasy because I kind of like these kind of dark fantasies where everything is just grey and blue and twisted and, you know, yeah, I don't know why I'm actually a very dark person on the inside. So for me, I personally like this a lot and I think everything is perfect about this show. Okay. <laughs> the fact that the scene is just so dark and mysterious and... Yeah. The mother, I love the other mother's character. I love it. She's, uh, you know what? I know I forgot to say about it as well. The other mother, it's, it's like, she, you know, she, no game. He, he thinks he's slick. I know what he did. His, uh, his, uh, his portrayal in this movie was the portrayal of, you know, um, Pennywise. Pennywise. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, he does. Where his truth, where his form is like a giant spider. It's like, his true form comes out. It's like, yeah, sh- 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 you can never perceive my true final form. That kind of thing. She transforms like a spider, spider um, arachnid, uh, to try and basically should capture Coraline, the other kids, because we were trying to escape. Because Coraline's um way of um freeing her parents and the, these other um, trapped souls was if if she if she um basically had to play a game with with the other mother, and if she won, she, they get to go free, and then she gets to go free, and the parents get to go free. So she wins, but at the same time, the mother would still not let her go. So it's one of the things where she had to literally trap her to make sure she was gone. I'm reading the movie thing while you're doing this. Yeah. (laughs) It's cool. cool. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. So this this kind of correlates with, um, correlates, correlates, it makes sense. But yeah, (laughs) shall I rhyme out here? But yeah, it kind of goes with the Pennywise, Stephen King type of thing. So I know we've got some ideas from um, Stephen King. I know that for a fact. I love Stephen I'm, King. I know that for a fact. That King man's King. got too many books, though. I want a book collection of Stephen King. There's a uh, hundred books. Bro, you're going to get entire lives. two King. or three books a year. Calm <laughs> down, old man. You don't need to make any more books for your money. You've got your money. There's always a movie. We're at the point now where there's remakes of remakes of his movies going around. Like Exactly. They're still remaking something as well. I think something else is coming out. They're all good as well. most of the time. <laughs> Stephen King is a legend, bro. Love Stephen King, but yeah, I'm, I'm, it was my favorite Stephen King book as well. So Pennywise, it love that story. So yeah, so I, I got all the themes oh, as well. Giant spider, villain. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it. love it. Nothing else to say? Any, any more to say, Tara? Any more to say about it? No, I think that's about all actually. Yeah. Oh, who's your favorite character? Who's your favorite character in the movie? Who's your favorite character? I think it would be either Coraline or the Black Cat. 
Was that cat? <laughs> I talked to that cat. Yeah. I love cats. Oh, yeah, the cutie cat. The cat woman. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Guys. Uh, I'm, I'm a villain guy, so I'll say Love Muppet's my favorite character. Beldam. Other mother? Yeah, the Beldam. Beldam, yeah, the Beldam. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, my favorite character. I love, I love that like Pennywise character, so I love, I love the character. <clears throat> How about you, Ben? I've never watched yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Okay, <laughs> right. Now you have a reason to watch it. Right? But the <laughs> yeah. love is creepy. The buttons and the eyes are fucking creepy. Yeah, oh. that's pretty fucked up in it. I think I've seen this movie, but I was really drunk. You must have seen this movie, man. You must have seen this movie. At least I have. I, yeah, I read yeah. what you're saying. It's jogging my it's making sense. It's making sense. Yeah, exactly. See, it's making sense. If you start I've definitely that, you seen know. this movie. I thought it was a good movie, I think. Yeah. I'm going to give it 8.2 because I'm, my drunk yeah. brain is remembering 8.2. Yeah. Because I, I do that to every movie I watch because I'm a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 8.2 is right now. Mm. 8.2, that's 10. So what do you, what do you rate it, Tara? 9.5. Whoa! 9.5! Whoa. Tara's on a run now. Who are I you? I picked a good one for Tara. I picked a good one. I picked a good one. There we go. Go on, Tara. Give me that 9.5. I picked a good one for Tara. There we go. See, just leave Tara. It's the highest she's ever gone. There we go. That's the highest Tara's ever gone, kid. I picked a good one, bro. I picked a winner. Okay, 9.5. Alright. 9.5. I'm giving this one... I love this movie, bro. Ah, oh, good God, this movie. Um, I'm gonna give it a. You know what? No, I'm giving it a ten. Ten out of ten for me. <clears throat> Troy's given it a lot of those recently. Ten out of ten. Has to be special though. Ten out of ten. Yeah, literally, no one's giving ten out of ten to you. That's a special movie, bro. Ten out of ten. From your boy. Okay, right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's goodbye for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goodbye for me. You gotta go now because um, yeah, if you don't go, we're gonna sew buttons into you. We're gonna rip your eyes <laughs> out and in them. And you won't be able to see shit because they're buttons, not eyes. Buttons <laughs> have little baby holes in yeah. Yeah, you can Little holes in your eyes. Oh, if you don't clean your eye, you're going to get an eye infection anyway. So, how are you going to clean your eye if you've got buttons in your eye? See you next week, then. Uh, yeah, this movie would have sucked if it was Tim Burton. Tim Burton sucked my dick. <laughs>